listening to the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. What's up, everybody? It's a new day. Good to have you on. And when I see Carolyn jump on here, she's going to quickly make up for past transgressions. <laughs> What's up, Heather? <clears throat> Janice is in the house. Christy, Lisa. Hey, good morning, Lisa. How you doing? Great to have everybody on. Good to see you. Doing the Jace. What's up, kid? Um, good morning. Good to see you. Hey, is that Shelly? Tuckish. I never know how to pronounce that name. I hope it's good. Tuckish. Tukosh. Tukosh. <laughs> hey, Mary Beth. John's in the house. Good to see you. Stealing my heart. Let's see. Did Carolyn jump on yet? Hey, good morning. Is Tab Canada. Hope you liked my video. <laughs> good morning, Ed. Good to see you. You're on a TV show working. What's up, Tiffany Farley? Good to see you. I don't see Carolyn. Is she on? Let's see if I can invite her. See if I see her name. I don't see her. Where is she? Tyra, what's up in Louisiana? <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. Phil said he was cracking up. I think he posted the whole video on his uh, on his Facebook. <laughs> it was kind of a happy birthday slash roast is kind of how that ended up being. It was happy birthday slash roasting Phil. There she is. Boom. Sent yeah. I enjoyed it. There she is. I saw you. I saw you requested. There she is. What's this up? Lighting is way too close to my head. You know what? You're beautiful in any lighting. No, it's just like. Ugh. Candle lighting, police car flashing lighting, <laughs> searchlights. <laughs> What's up, Taylor? Vonita, Lilia Petty is actually in Lilia, the house. We miss you this week. Absolutely. We're having a blast without you. No, we're not. Yes, we are. We're talking a lot about you. <laughs> we've, we've taken this week to talk behind your back. Hey, God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning, Ted. How is it in your room? <laughs> yep. Smells clean, fresh. Beautiful, clean, fresh. I still haven't gotten my, my candle. I usually get. No, because we have the other one. I know. I do. You know, oh, thank you, Mary Beth. She is beautiful, period. Gina, you are beautiful, Carolyn. A lot of uh, support for you in the comments today. A lot of support. Thanks, Taylor. Um, no, no, we're staying away from gossip, really. I will say, one of the things that makes it easier, like when you're traveling all the time, people kind of make fun of me that know me. Because I'll do the same thing everywhere I go. Like, if, if Carolyn's not with me for a trip or something, and it's like me and Zach, I'll, it's always the first thing, land 
and go straight to Walmart, there's several things I always pick up. And one of those is always a white teak candle. What's that brand? Wood works. Wood, wood, what is it? I don't know. It's made by Yankee. It's one of theirs, I think. Yeah. Wood something because from Walmart. Because it's supposed to be the crackle. The That's the it, whole point of their thing. The, the crackle wick? Yeah. Can't beat the crackle wick. And I've just gotten so used to the uh, the white teak smell that it's in every hotel room now. It's the custom smell. Woodwick, there it is. John knows what's up. What's up, Jonathan? Um, it's yeah, that's right. Woodwick. It's got the crackling wick, and the white teak is one of the best smells in the entire world. There's my man Tony Jones, one of the greatest keyboard players there is. And on Oregon. Oh, in Oregon. He's and like all pick on the organ. He's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Um, There's my girl. You know Who is it? Hankins. Andrea Hankins is in the house. Um, I don't know if you're quote unquote allowed to light candles in hotels, but I can tell you that I do light candles in hotels. Because, <laughs> you know, who knows? I mean, like some of these ones and even the nice ones. You can come in and it just smells like a hotel. I don't other know how to say it other than that. Hey, Britt. Um, Tony Jones. Let me tell you something about Tony Jones. Tony Jones, he's got the heart of a champion. No, the spirit of a champion. The heart of a servant. He's got the voice of a mermaid. He's voice got the, of a mermaid. He sounds like Ariel. He's got a body of a model. <laughs> yeah, just an all-around <laughs> epic guy. All-around epic guy. Uh, you know that I'll tell you a story. When we were in Bible school, um, I they they asked me if I would come try out to travel with Brother Hagen and play the keyboard. And then uh, Tony came in and said, "Not on my watch." And he went in and and he he used his superior skills and he auditioned. And they were like, "We." <laughs> We don't need Ted. We've got Tony Jones the second. And uh, then <laughs> basically stole all my dreams in one audition and uh, and just ran with the position and took off traveling. Uh, and it was just from that moment on, he, incre he had to increase and I must decrease. And uh, no, I'm kidding. That's not how it went down. But um, I tell you what, I would have picked him anyway because this is the – I'm telling you, I – I'll tell you a funny story. I was at Bible school, and uh, Tony said, please stop him, First Lady. <laughs> when Ted this gets is a true ramble, story. This gets to rambling, and there's no stopping. It's like a no, train with no brakes, so y'all just hang in there till he comes back around. No, this is a true story. I, this is how Not I knew. stories aren't true. They no, this, derailed. This is how I knew Tony was, like, on another level. Tiffany's shaking her head yes at me right now. Is Tiffany there? Yeah, she jumped on. You know she's going. Oh, yet. I thought you meant she was in the room. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can just feel her spirit on here. <laughs> yep. Um, we were at one time I was walking through. This is a true story about Tony Jones. One time I was walking through. Uh, I think it was SDC1 or SDC2. These are the student development centers at Rama, And, uh, they were doing practice. He'd already, I think he'd already gotten the, uh, the position to play on the road. Hey, Letty, what's up? Glad you're on live today. Um, 
And he'd already gotten the position to travel with Ramos Singers and band, travel with Brother Hagen. And uh, Brother Marty Blackwelder was in there, um, in there with him, and they were learning a new song or whatever. And I, I remember walking by, and I stopped to kind of peek in. And um, Brother Marty was like, um, do you know this song? Yeah, Tiffany's telling him. Or something. Do you know the song? And he started singing the song. Now, now, Brother Marty is no joke musically. I mean, uh, Tony, if I'm right, I think Brother Marty has two music degrees. Is that right? I think he has. I thought he had, at least I thought he had like a, a master's in music or a PhD in, in music. Two of them is what I thought, two degrees in music. Uh, so he's no joke when it comes to music. Brother Marty is like, he's he's serious, knows what he's doing. And uh, he started singing this worship song. He was like, do you know this song, Tony? And, and Tony started playing. I walked by when this happened. And Tony started throwing some chords on uh, on that song. And Brother Marty was just kind of just like, he's like, I've never heard it like that before. He, has, he actually said that. He's like, I've never heard it like that before. And I was listening to a song. I knew the song. It was like a, you know, I think it was one of those songs like, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice. Remember that song? To worship you, oh, my soul. And Tony was playing chords that was like otherworldly. And I knew at that moment, I was like, this man is next level. And so he is. And I, we ha we've had him at the camp meeting. He's just a killer. Based in California, you need to follow him if you haven't followed him. He's great. Carolyn, how are you doing? I'm doing good. You should request <laughs> Tony to come on live. I'm telling you, Tony's awesome. <laughs> I have gone live with Tony before. I know. Taylor said, what year did you graduate from Rama? Uh, he was, you were there in 2009. I graduated in the year 2002. Um, yeah, I started in 2000 and graduated in 2002. What did you, what, what, when you started traveling, Carolyn, on the road, we started traveling in 2010. I was talking, um, I was talking to my dad last night, coming back from the um, meeting in the car. <clears throat> and, um, he was, he was talking about the first meeting we ever went out when the tent, this tent that he gave to, uh, Brother, Brother Tony Suarez uh, was dedicated at Dr. Rodney's mm -hmm. at RBI in the year 2010 in January, right? No, February. February, because that, that was the very first meeting that we took Maddie. We yeah, left. Hit the road. We left to drive there. Yeah, and we left um, Virginia Beach and went there. And uh, Maddie was just a baby. She was like one month old or something, two weeks old. Old. And... Uh, now this it's been what almost 12 years since uh the tent was dedicated and so that was really our first experience when we started traveling and by the way those of you that are on uh don't only share it but if you have questions pop them up because we want to we want to talk to you guys today interact uh answer questions whatever but i was going to ask you this when we first started traveling in um 2010 that was new. That, I mean, that was new to you uh, as far as like just traveling nonstop. There were times back then where we were going out. What would you say were some of the longest stints we went out without going home? Uh, for the first few years of our ministry, we would do six to eight weeks in the summer. Without um, going home ever. Summer without going home. So we do two months on the road with, without ever seeing our house. Yeah. We don't do that now, but like we did it then. It was like common to go out. <laughs> 
one of many things that have gotten better has been packing. That first time we left with Maddie, we had so much stuff and none of it was used and none of it was worn and it was like, and we didn't know anything about hitting the road and stopping for one night. We would bring out every bit of luggage because we never night bags. Nothing like just to bring into the hotel for one night. It was like, Ted's got to take every bit of luggage out of the car. Oh, and, Lord. And I packed a bigger suitcase then than I do now. Like, it was like the biggest one you could have. And I, I look back and I'm like, what was I even doing in life? <laughs> oh, man. Now, Thank God those days were now, over. Almost 11, well, what, 11, 12 years later, we're, we pack the night before, and it doesn't matter how long we're going away. We could be gone a month, and we pack the night sure. before, and it's like bare minimum. It's true. Because you have to think of it this way. It's like um, you don't have to pack for each week. Right. You, you You're only one week in each place. What's your longest meeting during the time? And then you pack for that one because then you just do laundry and then you wear this, the church clothes, you know, whatever to the next meeting. But, you know, when I first went off on the road, it was like, oh, I'm gone for a month. I need a new pair of clothes for four weeks. Okay. I still get the apologies from Carolyn when she's like, uh, when we're at different meetings, like week after week, she go, sorry, you're getting the same outfit again. I did. I'll be like, <laughs> sorry, same dress from last Sunday, two Sundays ago. Like I care. Because um, you're always gorgeous. Um, it's Thank true. You. Thanks. But what have you What have you learned or other than packing? Like, what's been different? I mean, that was crazy because, like, when we had to drag every single thing out of the car. And, like, what AJ Bible just said. He said, buy something when I get there. I've learned that, too, with the little things. Love it's you, like, I don't have to pack every bit of diapers that I have for four weeks there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't have to pat, make sure I have all my toiletries lined up in a row. It's like there's stuff that when I get there, I can then go shopping and not like feel stressed about getting prepared before I leave. Exactly. I make sure I have my necessities, my clothes, and then everything else falls into line on the road. Yeah. Aaron said, um, what are the things Thanks, that a man? Needs I love you and Janine. So good to me. What are the things that a man needs to be aware of when having your wife and kids are uh, are on the road for extended times? I would just say, like we we kind of commented on this, but like you know, Aaron, I feel like you don't obviously you don't want your family to ever um, resent traveling or you know like oh here we have to go again another trip where it's like. You're just so uh, rigid about everything that that's, nothing's enjoyable about traveling. So I think part of taking care of your family on the road is just kind of, you Not know, making <laughs> what? Not stressing them out. Right. Yeah, definitely not, not stressing them out and like um, making sure that you know, the kids are having fun and enjoying themselves and, you know, they're a part of what you're doing, you know, and, and making sure that uh, you, you do enjoyable things, that everything's not so strict and, and rigid. You know how they have that saying that, like, um, you know, 
that if you can't afford to tip at a restaurant, then you then you shouldn't go out to eat. You know, you've heard that like, oh, I can pay for the meal, but I, I can't afford to give a tip to my waitress. I kind of feel that that way also with traveling. It's like if you can't do it in such a way, and I believe that you can. I mean, it doesn't mean you have to like every time you go out do some big extravagant thing. But if you, <laughs> if you can't do it in such a way, Floyd yeah, says the mic. He was just well, excited to go on vacation with you, Floriana. Give the yeah, right. planner. Give them the right <laughs> planner. But if if you can't do it in such a way where you can do it peacefully and like enjoyably, then that's why I say like don't really, don't really do it. You know what I mean? Because. There's nothing worse. Like when you're in a smaller space, everything's going to be amplified, right? The the stress is amplified. If people are irritated, that's going to be amplified. There's not another room to go to, like or what? Unless you're starting to rent houses and stuff, but it just doesn't. It's not the same in that way, you know. So and parents, what you think your kids need on the road, they don't really need on the road. So you don't have to pack their whole life when they're toddlers and babies. They have they're they're fine with all the different. Um, things going on around them. They're fine with, you could get there and buy a couple little play toys, anything out of five below at a Walmart, you know, somewhere cheap and let them play with it in the hotel room. You don't have to take their whole life and every bit of baby toddler equipment with you. I laugh. I'm in the airport all the time and I'll tap 10. I'm like, look at those parents. I was like, look at that dad dragging like two car seats through the airport. You don't need to bring your car seats with you on a plane ever. They right. sit in a chair. They don't need a car seat. And you don't need to bring them even to the airplane. Make your life easier. It's free. Check everything when you check your suitcases. Pick it up at baggage claim. I see so many dads through the airport with, like, these bags and these uh, heavy car seats and roller black bags. And they're, like pulling them through the airport and I'm always like laughing. I'm like, check everything. And it's like, even though when my kids were younger, those like umbrella strollers weren't my favorite, but for airports, oh, yeah. I had an umbrella stroller that was a decent one, but it was for traveling. It was oh, like airport. Those other massive two seater strollers. But yeah, you don't need that. You don't need that to wait for your gate, you know, in 30 minutes. It's just something so you don't have to carry them. And it's easy. And it's the kind that will fold. And it goes right on the security belt. I mean, like, make your travel easy with your family. You don't need... They, they have no idea that you're bringing this stuff. Their lives will go on. As long what? as your kids have food and, like, something <laughs> fun to do. Like, they don't need their whole life with them to bring to think you're going to survive on an airplane True. and survive in a hotel. Now Carolyn's like, no, you're not bringing that. No, you're not bringing that. <laughs> Put that back in your room. You're not bringing that. It's just like, it's not coming on the road. Our kids are like, they each have their backpack and what fits in it, they pack their backpacks and then that's it. Connie was saying, uh, and I wanted to ask you about this. Let's say hi. He just hi. woke up. It's Teddy boy. What's up, boy? I love you. Yeah, I love you too. <laughs> um, Connie was saying that she's seemingly like having having problems, um, like focusing in prayer in the mornings. What are what are some things that have helped you focus in prayer? I know that's one thing that you know from the beginning of our ministry till now has really gotten better, more intense. 
and more focused is like the way that we go about prayer. But what have you noticed that's kind of helped you um, not to be distracted in prayer or even in reading the Bible in the morning? I've noticed this over the years with really anything, including prayer, including my time with the Lord, including homeschooling, including anything is your mindset. You have to have your mindset as this is what I'm doing at this time and nothing else. I'm not going to try to have anything else on my mind. So it's like, I'm not going to be like, you know, well, I'm going to homeschool from 10 to two, but then you try to do so many other things in between. You're going to get frustrated. Your kids are going to get frustrated. It's like, no, in my mind, 10 to 2, I've blocked out everything else. 10 to 2 is my focus time for school. I'm not going to try to slip in phone calls and try to slip in this, and, and then I get aggravated, and then I'm annoyed because I'm doing something else in between the 10 to 2 time, and my kids are trying to talk to me. Mom, I need help with this. And I'm like, well, no, I'm making this you know, phone call that I've had to make. Well, no, I'll make that later. So yeah. my prayer time and reading time, in my mind, it's what I do in the morning. So it's like, I'm not going to do anything else. If you have to put your phone in the kitchen and come on the couch, then do that. You know what I mean? Like yes. you're going to be like, I'm not going to take calls from eight to nine or nine to 10. I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be out of service. Think of it that way. Like I'm mm -hmm. out of service. This is my time. And then, you know, if that's a distraction, your phone or whatever, so, you know, Sometimes I, I use it to look up things for verses, so I'm okay with it. But there's other times where I feel like, you know, I could get distracted by emails and stuff, so I need to put it somewhere else. Right. So you really have to, with everything that you're going to do, is make up in your mind whatever you're going to do in that time, that's what you're going to focus on. Because if I try to do other things during certain times that I want to do Bible reading, that I want to do prayer, that I want to do homeschooling, that I want to do family time. Right. Then I only get myself aggravated because it's like, you know, why am I going to snap at my kids? Because this is really my time that I'm supposed to be doing something with them, but I'm filling it with other stuff that doesn't need to be done at that time. So it's the, the number one thing is remove distractions. I mean, I think that's everybody's really downfall when it comes to it is a distraction. Yeah. I mean, you got to have the self-control and willpower to say this is what, you know, we schedule everything else. We'll schedule everything else in life. We'll right. schedule appointments. We schedule movie times. When we go see a movie, we schedule travel. We schedule everything we do and right. schedule our, our job scheduled nine to five is is standard but uh, you know everyone has different work hours but things like that are always scheduled but yet when it comes to time with the lord we tend to be a little more floppy with it we're like well yeah, we I'll think we're just going to get free time and it's going to happen yeah it, it doesn't you have to schedule it so for me nighttime is not a time that i do anything uh no reading or anything like that just because of my day yeah it, it to me that's my like depressed not you know depressed that way but like Come I'm, 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 oh i see what you mean you know what i mean like it's like <sighs> i'm gonna relax my mind i'm gonna clear it you know we'll watch we so we watch a lot of old movies we watch a lot of things like that lighthearted things and sometimes we'll put that on in bed and then it's like that's my time to just like restart refresh go to bed wake up and i'm, I'm more of a morning person i don't like wake up slow and sleepy and grumpy or anything like that i wake up 
I like to work out, get my reading done, you know, anything like that mm -hmm. to start my day. Yeah, I think the key being is, is like, number one, set a time. So like when you're doing your devotions, this is like really, this is really good. I would give you these points. Like number one, set a time. Like Carolyn said, you've got to make a schedule and put, even if you got to put it in your phone, you know, these, this every morning from whatever, seven to eight, eight to nine, whatever your fr time frame is, set that schedule and block it off. You know, even mark it busy on your calendar so that nothing else is, is, you know, when you're starting and you know, when you're ending, um, and then when you do that, like when you set that thing, make sure you also uh, put your phone on do not disturb. Like, because a lot of times if you don't do that, that like even if you're wearing an Apple Watch or something, your phone will ring. Even if you put it in another room, your wrist is going to start going off and all that. So put your phone on do not disturb. And then my, my here's one of my things. Hey, Teddy boy, here's one of my things is I would say, don't just, um, two, two things, one for Bible reading and one for um, prayer. Uh, for Bible reading, <clears throat> if this is my suggestion now. My suggestion is do your Bible reading in an actual Bible. Do your Bible reading in an actual Bible instead of uh, a phone or a tablet. And the reason I say that is because most people don't have the um, the discipline if they're doing their Bible reading on their phone. There are so many distractions available to you. So you've got texts coming in, you've got whatever. And if you've got your phone open a lot of times, um, you're going to get drop downs from other app, apps and stuff like that. And so most people are not disciplined enough in 2021 to do their Bible reading on their phone or on their tablet when there's so many other things you can be doing on that device, it pulls you away. So I always encourage people to do their Bible reading uh, on an actual Bible so that they don't get distracted. And then when you're praying, Britt mentioned this earlier in the comments, which I think is, is extremely, this took our prayer life to another level, which was we, uh, we started using prayer points in our prayer time. And um, raise your hand in the comments if you've ever prayed for any period of time, like five minutes, 10 minutes. And like literally you prayed for everything you could think of and, there, and you just either switched to praying in the spirit or whatever because you couldn't think of anything else to pray for. Um, prayer points helped us to get past that completely. And um, it, we offer a hundred of those. We have them in our app. I put them in the back of the fasting book for you. A uh, hundred prayer points with Bible verses attached so that nobody ever is going to be blank in prayer. Um, a cool thing. Now, now think about this. I was watching a, a productivity video on writing the other day. And one of the cool things that they said, which was a tip was start from an abundance. And I thought, man, that's a great, great tip. I'll share it with you what they meant by that. They said, start with an abundance. So if you've ever done any writing at all, you'll know how like crappy it is to start doing your writing project on a blank page. Cause you're just like, Oh, what do I write? How do I start this? You know, what do I even say? And, and that blank page looks intimidating, but this tip was start with an abundance, which means 
you've already taken a bunch of notes. You have things organized for yourself. You have things in folders that are, uh, you know, organized by subject. So if you're going to write something on whatever, you've got that organized in a folder with notes and articles. You've got an abundance to start with. The same is true with prayer, which is why we, we create the prayer points. Not that we're not led by the Spirit in prayer, but we have something. We start from an abundance that even if I'm not led by the Spirit in a certain direction while I'm praying, I've got a hundred things on a paper that are kingdom prayers that I can put, uh, you know, scripture to and pray the word of God. And I'm starting from an abundance. It's never like, oh, what do I pray for today? You know, it's, it's never that. It's always, here's what I'm praying for. And these are prayers for your nation, your state, your leaders, your husband, your wife, your children, your church, your pastor, you know, the, the work of God on the earth. And you start from an abundance. So I would say remove the distractions, use an actual Bible, and start with uh, prayer points, which if you need them, we give them to you for free. Thanks, Britt. Shut up. Yeah, and she's saying she uses the prayers and the confessions from Carolyn's book, Lines, uh, to help her to focus. And, and it does. I mean, like, having things prepared. I went to school with Christine. She's an oldie, an oldie friend from high school. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly it. Lynn Ann's got it. She said, build, an, build it off an outline of what you've been having in your spirit and what you've been meditating on. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Log those things. Write them down. Andrea said, lines is the bomb. Very kind. Yeah, Connie, I would, I would say that'll help you because most people, they get distracted from their, from their times of prayer. And then, they, and then at, at that point, it's just like, you know, distractions are ridiculous because I read some statistic that it takes a person at work. If somebody comes by their desk and dis distracts them from what they're doing, it takes them anywhere from 25 to 35 minutes to get back focused, like on what they were doing before. What, Carolyn, what, what would you say are some of the biggest things you've learned um, in, you know, whether it be Bible study or whatever, that's just helped you? in your in your like faithfulness to read the bible or uh pray or whatever it was from the beginning of our ministry to now what are some of the things that have like really helped you either to be more consistent or to get more out of doing your bible study get more out of prayer um i'd say from the beginning you know we started off on the road with kids, so it was a lot harder. So that's one thing I stress to moms is don't don't get down on yourself. Make time for something, but it's always going to look different. You know, I used to be so bummed because Ted would be able to go off and, you know, have time and do his devotions and do reading. And, you know, I, I necessarily didn't have that time. And my mother-in-law really encouraged me and helped me with that. And she was like, you know, what I do now I didn't have time when I had, you know, Teddy and Megan. So, you know, she really is the one that opened my eyes to it will look different in different seasons, but grow in each season. So, like, when you have the opportunity, if any moms are watching where you're like, I wish I could do that or do this, you know, that time is coming. Still go after it. Like, don't don't not do anything. So I always encourage moms, like, sometimes if you got to get a verse in your spirit, 
get that verse out, get it printed around your house. Make sure you get the revelation of that one thing and then move on to something else if that's what you have time for. Don't set yourself up uh, goals that can't ever be met because if you keep getting discouraged by never meeting your goals, then, you know, you will, you will really will just stop doing any of your devotion time. So that's one thing I learned is, you know, I, I will read a certain amount or I'll, I like to go through things topically um, and get verses. You know, sometimes the Lord will press upon my heart to, to do, you know, well, peace. What does the Bible say on peace? And then I'll go for, you know, I have a notebook at home. Ted's very digital. I'm very old school. I still like to write things out. So like I have paper and pen and I write things out because for me, I I can see it better. It sticks in my mind more if I write things out. And that's that's actually proven. Did you know that? that it's pro no. it's a proven statistic that like if you like handwrite things out, they stick better with you in your mind and in your you know whatever than than if you type things out or put it digitally. Yeah. So you know, that's one thing that works for me is I actually have notebooks around and I even travel with them and it's like I, I make notes in my phone because there's things that will come to me in a service or things that come to me while I'm thinking on a plane or something so I jot things down but then when I go to like study things out or write things out I, I still like to, to write them in a notebook because I just prefer it I see it better it sticks with me that way but um but I would just say like I don't give myself I'll say okay I want to sit down and, and I do want to read this many chapters today but sometimes I don't get to it. Sometimes I stop at a story or sometimes something, you know, I start reading some verses and maybe a revelation or something will come to me. So I kind of stick stick on that and focus it and not move on to the next thing. But don't give yourself these goals that never get met because then everyone gets discouraged and then you won't want to, you know, you're like, well, I'm not going to get it today. I just don't have the time. So for me, as as a mom, I encourage moms that are watching to do something because you have to constantly stay in his presence. So whether it's speaking out loud throughout the day and just thanking him for, for, for everything that you have, thanking him for his goodness, thanking, thanking him for who he is saying mm -hmm. how great his name is saying how great he is bragging on the Lord. Yeah. If that's something you do while making dinner that keeps the anointing in your home. That keeps the anointing on you. That keeps the anointing in your environment. Yeah. And so it's like you may not have, you know, you had little ones running around all day or you're homeschooling or, you know, whatever you're doing, you're, you're working full time and you got to get your kids from school or daycare. You have a chance somehow to stay in his presence. So whether it's in this season, you get to read all the chapters you want to read and take all the notes you want to take or, you know, I, ha I had to work up to where I am. And I had to get out of any kind of discouragement and be like, well, you know, I don't have the time. Well, it doesn't really matter. I don't have the time and I'm in every service, so I don't have to do anything. You know, I had to wake up and be like, I can't ride the coattails of Ted anymore. I can only go so far if I do that. But I want to go further. And so, you know, I, I had to like do it for myself, but I had to realize what worked for me and each yeah. season with my kids. Right. That I can tell my kids, you know, they're not going to burn the house down and nothing dangerous is going to happen to them. They've never been kids like that, you know, at, at any age. But I can be like, listen, I'm going off to read now. I'm going on the other couch. I'm going in my room, you know, whereas obviously when they're babies, you don't you don't have yeah. that. 
time. So it's really had to, that's one of the things I stressed yesterday. It really has to do with learning how to switch in different situations and different seasons because they're all, they're all not going to look the same. Right. Got to say what worked then isn't going to work now because now I can level up. So now right. what can I add extra? What can I do extra to level up? Yeah. And in this season, we'll look different than the next one. Yeah. Denise uh, Karam, who I think is a, a great mom and a great example of a mom, and Glenn's a great father. She said, we always did devotions to start our homeschool day. It creates good habits in your kids. And her kids are the fruit of that. I mean, she has great children, all of them anointed and God's, God's using them. Uh, it's true. You, you, you prioritize the things that are important. Uh, Renan said, and I think I'm saying that right. I met you uh, last time, Renan. I think it's Renan. Um, he, she, he said, I have so many uh, notebooks pile up. He said, my biggest, my best friend lately is the remarkable paper tablet. I only just found out about this two weeks ago. We were flying back from the Raleigh tent meeting. And uh, we were in, it was me and Rick Lloyd and Dave Siriano and Tiffany Farley. And we were flying out of Raleigh and we were sitting at Starbucks and there was this guy at the table who was making all these notes in a tablet that was not an iPad. And it was like, it looked like a Kindle, but it looked like a massive Kindle, like a big full-size page Kindle. And, uh, but I could see that it was digital, like it was a tablet, but he was using like a pencil like a digital pencil. I was like, dude, what is that? And he was like, man, this thing has become my best friend. It's called the remarkable paper tablet. And uh, I was like, well, what is it? And he was basically saying that it's like a kind of like a big Kindle for your notes. And you, you do all handwritten notes, but they're all logged into there digitally. And he was like, and if my team ever needs like meeting notes or any of these things I've done, you push one button, Carolyn, on this remarkable thing. And it exports it as a PDF. Why are you just now telling me this? I didn't know about it. But you I knew didn't... about it two weeks ago. Yeah, but I forgot about it until Renan just uh, just mentioned you it. You don't again. forget tech stuff. Are you kidding? I me? did. I, I didn't think about it again. It oozes out of your ears. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about it again after the airport because I thought, Pulling yeah. I don't know. Keeping me in notebooks and pencils. Well, Janine <laughs> said, where do you keep all of your notebooks because i've got so many things at home full of you know full notebooks full of notes and notes and notes and um you know it's good i mean I, I that might be some something that i uh get you as a gift the remarkable paper tell i think i think the second one but is out now get about it again after yeah meeting. no the remarkable two that's renan that's what the guy had uh was but you the, write like you would normally write yeah Saves it. But, so but the thing is, the screen, the screen doesn't feel like an iPad, like a slippery iPad screen. It feels like paper. So it's like an actual, it feels like a notebook. And then like when you're done with that page, you like, you know, it's got, it's unlimited because it's just a digital uh, pad. It's called the, yeah, the new one. He, that's what he had, Renan, was the Remarkable 2. And I looked at it and it really, really looked amazing. Yeah, there's no backlight, so it's like real easy on the eyes, like a Kindle is, like a paper white. It's it's really cool. Right. Tiffany, you write. Uh, yeah, you write. It's not typing. It's not typing. It's it's got a pencil stylus, and you you write in it. Um, oh, Renan brought his to the Raleigh meeting, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I've heard, I've I saw it, and I thought, man, 
That thing is awesome. So, yes, I will yeah, get you one. Yeah, it does, Philip. I'm glad we're all just finding out about it now. <laughs> Carolyn. Um, so, yeah, Tiffany said adds to cart and proceeds to checkout. I've been known to do that. I've been known to add to cart and proceed to checkout. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, that might be a game changer for Listen, you guys. if you hang out with Ted at all for one day, there's not – okay. If you hang out with Ted for one day, just one day, I guarantee you will be spending money the day you hang out with Ted. Guarantee I would put money on it. He is a salesman and a half. There is something you will buy when you're done hanging out with Ted. I give somebody a nine to five challenge to hang out with Ted for the day. And by the time you're done with it, you'll be having stuff shipped to your house like nobody's business. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you kidding? I'm only a sucker by default. I don't even <laughs> order the stuff. I just get to knock on the door. Who is, oh, for you, Ted, the package. Zach said athletic greens with his hands up. Oh, in the air. Zach's a sucker. Tiffany's a sucker. Jenna's a sucker. Anyone else that suckers? Oh, yeah. I Bernard said, I'm of that oh. tribe. I just sold you on the remarkable tablet. <laughs> it's like, hang out with Ted one day for a few hours and you will have your credit card out. <laughs> Jake, Jake is such a sucker for it. Britt said, Lynn, I'm still convinced I must have an espresso machine. <laughs> Listen, athletic. You know how many of those we've bought for ourselves and for people a lot. I should espresso should pay me money because there was a large period of time. Where I was Everybody should pay you money because you sell their products. Like you work for them. Well, That's if it's really if it's really good and if it really works, they're done hanging out with you. It's listen. a fact. It's a fact. Sean said, "I can list a few: Porch Culture Coffee, Zevia." Thank you, Sean. That's just a very few. Yeah, you know, athletic here, greens, whatever this type athletic of athletic greens are good. Setup is keto. Listen, here's the deal. Remarkable. Um, now there's something else that Ted and Tiffany are working on for all their organizations online. I mean, like, Ooh, Tiffany, yeah. make a note. Can you connect Remarkable yeah. Tablet to Notion? That would be a great question. I mean, everything. MacBooks, everyone would, you know, who was a PC person would have a Mac at the end of the time they're hanging out with Ted. Look, Britt said Cake Me Away is going to have to start paying royalties. But it's true because the Cake Me Away cake pops are just that good. They're that That's good. Good sport. Christine, I'm a good sport. I'm a good sport. Are you kidding me? What? <laughs> Danny, boo, 89. Danielle, Zevia is not gross. It's delicious. It's delicious. Um, What did what he say? <laughs> Zach said, oh, yeah. I used to drink Starbucks. Jen, I'm now currently growing my own Starbucks. coffee beans in the yard. <laughs> Listen, if you believe true, in something. Linan's got something right there. If you believe in something and if it works, it why not help like somebody Amazon, else? Ted's wish list and then it's all his stuff. <laughs> and, and Hey, a lot of creators do that. They have their whole thing in the bottom where like, here's all the gear I use. Here's all the tools I use. Because people want to, you know, because if it helps you and you really feel like it's beneficial to your life, then <laughs> people also want to do it. I've got a lot of things in my garage that are not beneficial to my life. 
They were at a time. But listen, okay. we're ready for anything. Listen, <laughs> we're ready for the apocalypse. You we're ready believe. for. We're, we're ready. ready for <laughs> any kind of camping trip, hiking in the mountains. We could go like cliff climbing. We can make our own bullets. We got leather making. We anyone want a wallet? Sign up now. Go to Ted's webpage. Tell them what you listen. want. <laughs> um, Susan, Susan, you do need to try the cake me away cake pops. They're way better than Starbucks. Subject, but listen, folks. Way better. That's <laughs> right, Danielle. She said, if Oprah can do the wish list, why can't Ted? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, Danielle, what you need to do, go on Amazon and get the variety pack and get all the Zevias that they make. The Dr. Zevia that tastes like Dr. Pepper is good. The root beer is good. The Sprite is good. The the citrus with the grapefruit is good. There's a ton There's a ton that are great. You know what, AJ? I'm still waiting on my leather checkbook that I was promised eight years ago. So cut out. It when is he's, cut out. When he's done making my leather handmade checkbook, I did get like a leather coin purse thingy bags thing. Said Victory Tribe leather gear. Yeah. Well, we have all the stuff to set up shop for lots of things, guys. Listen, if something works, it works, and I want to share it with the masses. Because if it's helped me, that's the only thing. Like, you know, you haven't made one bullet. But I can make bullets. <laughs> Y'all, I could park in my garage if it wasn't for Ted. Let's just put it Susan back. wants to know are the yellow and pink shirts coming back in stock for the kids? Serenity wants some merch. Um, is it saying saying that we're out? I'll have to see what we have. I don't know if we're going to reorder the same ones. We probably we got some new stuff coming. We got some new stuff coming. You know, I think here's the thing when you're, um, that that's for me, like, and I know you're joking, like joking me about it, but I really think that like, if you find something, okay, for for example, two two areas that I that I feel like this is this is big. Like number one, if you find something that makes your life more peaceful, like that's the reason we start. Like I said yesterday, that's the reason we started. Like finding something that we enjoyed that we brought on the road with us. Like if it, even if it was an espresso, Teddy, Ted, stop yelling. Teddy, what? Be quiet. Um, the this like we still travel with Nespresso because I know you you use it. Tiffany uses it, right? Right. You want me to say right? Yeah, that's true. Right. You guys are both using that, and like we're you're drinking one now. But like you know, you guys have figured out exactly what you like that makes it easier on you. You don't have to run out of the hotel. You don't have to go do something else. It just makes traveling easier, better, feels more like home. I got, you know, not that I, you know, they used to make fun of me because I would just drink. I would just, is he being disobedient? Uh-oh. You hear daddy? I better not hear it again, son. You understand? Don't make him come upstairs. I didn't hear you. Um, You know, it just makes life easier. Like, I, you know, they used to make fun of me because I was fine with like... <laughs> Keeping this real with the family, guys. You're in on it. <laughs> I, uh, 
I used to be fine with Keurig. Like I was a Keurig coffee drinker and they used to make fun of me like, oh, you like Keurig. But now like, you know, we, we do like the pour overs and the Nespresso and everything like that. You know, it just makes it so much better that you, you go to a hotel. That's where you're going to spend the majority of your life because you're on the road all the time. You know, why would you have to suffer through bad coffee for your whole life? You know, when you could do it that this easily as we're doing it. So like little things that, that make it better. Carolyn, show the, show the camping brewer. Show, show the pour over camping brewer that, that we have up there in the room. All right, guys, get your credit cards out. Oh, something as easy as this, like making pour over in the hotel. Look at that. A little, a little. Possible coffee pot well, hot water pot. I can't lift it up with one hand. water really fast, but then I'm, I'm talking about the brewer. I'm talking about yeah. the actual pour over brewer. Look at this. A collapsible pour over brewer for your mug. So, I mean, like, why would you not, like, pack a tiny little bag with good coffee and a way to brew it? And you can, I mean, literally on the road, you can have what you want. And so, like, little things like that. So, that's number one, things that just, like, make life more enjoyable for you. But then, you know, the second thing is things that make life more efficient. So, you're not doing everything the hard way. And so, like, you know, if you buy a tool like the Remarkable Tablet or something like that, you know, you're actually improving your life. Whereas, you know, Tiff, Carolyn was talking about how Tiffany and I had been looking over like a new <laughs> productivity setup. But if it makes your life easier, like more organized and you have access to the information you need more quickly, you know, it, it is worth making the change. It is worth buying the tool. You know, that's the, that's the whole thing. You know, do you have are, you know, I talked about this with somebody last night, like, you know, there are ways to do things the most efficiently that's going to make your life easier. And we said this yesterday, protect your peace. I got it on Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Amazon can get you anything. You can find it on Google, then you can order it on Amazon. If you have a, pro like, there's stuff, if you've got an issue where, like, you're annoyed with something, there's probably something to fix it that you can Google and then buy it on Amazon. I mean, seriously. We have a grinder. We have a grinder in the room. We're grinding our own whole beans that we travel with. It's, you have to have them whole. Whole beans. That's right. Amen. Say that again. Why? Like, you, they grind them. You don't think that they're good enough if they come ground? Correct. Anybody that drinks good coffee grinds their own beans. Well, who taught you that? Tiffany? It's just known. <laughs> it is known. <laughs> This is the way, as the Mandalorian would say. This is the way. Porch culture, they sell them ground. You think they would disagree with that? Yes, they do. All no, no, I'm saying like you dr you get it ground if you're if you're gonna drink it like right now. But like if you're if you're ordering like a bunch of coffee, you get the whole beans because you're you know the it's more fresh when you grind it yourself and then uh, make your own coffee. So you got you got you got to do it that way. You just have to do it that way. Um, tomorrow. Stuff that you and Tiffany do are just because you both are high maintenance a little bit. It's not true, actually. Um, I can tell a massive, massive difference <laughs> in drinking what I drink now versus what I used to drink. There you go. Jerry's giving you the reason. When you grind your own beans, you release the oils fresh. It's way better. I'm just telling you, I notice. Okay, here's an example. I went and bought uh, 
well, the brand wasn't good. It was Starbucks. But I wanted decaf coffee at one of the meetings, so I went and just bought – all they had was ground decaf. Oh, Lord, I made it in the hotel room. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted, probably because it was Starbucks, but it was nasty. Their espresso is not that great, but Ugh. sometimes it's the only thing to get. It was nasty. Um, tomorrow, how many? does anybody know like how many people you can have on Instagram Live at one time? Is it is it like four or is there more? Can anybody tell us real quick? Because I have a plan for tomorrow that uh, I wanted to do. Me and Carolyn, but two guests that we have. Oh, yeah. No question, Josh. But do you know, Carolyn, how many you can have on Instagram Live? No. We'll I, just find out. I think it's, I think it's four or more. But I'm not sure. I wish somebody would tell me. Blonde espresso at Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. that one. My mother-in-law only likes the blonde coffee and blonde espresso at Starbucks, too. She likes that one. Well, the blonde roast is all I started. I don't go there anymore. Like, I just couldn't. I, the taste, I couldn't deal with the taste anymore. But when I did go, like, the blonde uh, was basically what I was ordering. Yeah. Oh, and Ten people? That's a lot of people on Instagram Live. We're saying four or less. Four or less? Pretty sure it's four. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was four. Tiny little squares if it was ten on Yeah, there. Trace. Uh, you know what? She's thinking of uh, FaceTime. FaceTime. Oh, yeah, that you can 10. have a lot. But uh, they're saying Google says it's four max. So that's what I was thinking. So tomorrow. It does, Erica. Sometimes, though, when we travel, it's the only thing I can get my Americanos at. Tomorrow, um, I have a plan for me and Carolyn and for two guests that are going to be on with us to discuss something that's extremely important. And so you're not going to want to miss tomorrow on Instagram Live, same time. I'm excited because I don't know what the what it is. <laughs> I'm ordering it on Amazon right now. No, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're going to have... Something come to the hotel from Amazon, guys? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> two things. And a third one today comes in the mail. Um, <laughs> I'm cutting off your Amazon account. <laughs> I'm changing the password. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but tomorrow on Instagram, um, we're going to have... And this for Ted, because then you can't think about it as you're clicking to get to normal where you have to like have a few steps. That one click by. Dangerous. Add, you don't even have to add to cart and don't even no, have to proceed to check out. Buy now. Boop, and then it's like, come into your house. Here's your confirmation. Yes. You know what's really awesome? Is when you can say, Alexa, send me whatever. And then within two days, it's at your house. Oh, some it's a life changer. Two hours. Yeah, some places. My four hour delivery. You would do like certain things for his tech stuff or like <laughs> a guy came. I don't know if he came on a bicycle or what he came in, but he came with, like, Red Bulls. Like, Nick or Alex ordered, like, Red Bulls just to test out the two-hour delivery. Yeah, because they're building warehouses in, like, every city now so that they can just get it out to your house. It's crazy yeah. they're taking over the world. I mean, it really is a great, great idea. Yeah. Because there has been stuff a few times where I needed it right away, 
and it was more of an inconvenience, like when you were traveling. Like, I remember I needed this one thing for the printer so I could hook it up to my Mac, and it came later that night. So I was like, okay, I like you, Amazon. Yeah, Amazon's a great idea until they put everybody else out of business, and then they won't sell anything to you unless you take the mark of the beast. Anyway, what? But then we won't like Amazon. <laughs> right. <laughs> but until they haven't turned, we like them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So tomorrow, 1030, we've got two guests. Unbelievable. And Several Alexas uh, got triggered. <laughs> I know. That's hey, so funny. They're Alexa. listening. No. Hey, Alexa. Turn on Miracle Word Radio. People, it would probably start playing in most people's house. Yep. It does. Plays no, it um, My <laughs> funny story is we, we changed over in our house and got the um, HomePod Mini. HomePod Mini with uh, with uh, Mac. And they are like, I loved, I loved having these like that because it would show the, you know, all the stuff. I mean, I, I loved it. But then Ted got the HomePod. And then I have have a new love, uh, but um, my dad didn't know. <laughs> he kept trying to boss the HomePod Mini around, but you have to say, "Hey Siri!" Yeah. And the whole time at Fourth of July, he was yelling at it to play stuff, and he was like, "Hey Alexa!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> thing would not listen to him, and I was like, "Dad, this is not Alexa. You have to say." We hey. Alexa out. We've got now. We've got Siri. <laughs> it's funny watching him and like she would not listen to him. Hey, I'll give you guys uh, something funny to watch right after this broadcast. You have to watch it. Like you have to watch this. Go on YouTube and look up. It was a Saturday Night Live skit they did called Alexa Silver Edition or something like that for senior citizens. It was the funniest thing it, they've, it, they've come up with. My parents laughed so hard. Just just YouTube right after this broadcast. YouTube, um, SNL, Alexa, Senior Citizens. I'm telling you, you have got to watch that right after this. You will laugh so hard, so hard. It made I watched it like three times because it made me laugh so hard because it's all so true. He's like, you know how, like, there's always people that, like, senior citizens, like, disagree with whatever you tell them, like, whatever statistic or whatever fact you tell them or whatever. They did that on the thing. They're like, Alexa, what's, Alexa, what's the temperature out today? I'm like, the temperature is 78 degrees. I'm like, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they keep saying the wrong name. Allegra, you got to watch it. SNL, Alexa, senior citizen. You will laugh your head off. Um, so don't forget, tomorrow, 1030, two guests with me and Carolyn discussing something extremely important, it's especially like in 2021. I'm not even going to tell Carolyn what it is, but it's going to be great. And um, <laughs> now I got to go uh, order Carolyn a Remarkable 2 tablet. I got to look um, at it. Oh, no. I'm ordering it for you. I've already added to cart. I've already proceeded no, to check out. No. It's, already, it's by now. It's coming to the hotel in two days. Not everything Ted likes, I like. No, too too bad. There's always an easy return with Amazon. No, I have to look at it. 
<laughs> we love you guys. Thanks for hanging with us today. We're in Roxborough all week. Uh, under the tent, all the details are on the website. We'd love to see you live and in person if you can be here. Uh, next week, we're going to be in Tomball, Texas. And we'd love to see you there as well. Yeah. Um, huh? I said, yeah, come see us. We were just in Texas and had a phenomenal week of meetings. Church in the city. Loved the it. Church, I love. The people there are phenomenal. There's so, yeah. there's, you know, there's really, there's no excuses where people are like, I can't find a good church. There's good churches out there. You're not looking. It's worth moving for too. Churches are worth moving for. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I might have might have been on my future. Love you, Lynn Or something I did the other day on my broadcast, and I said, "Love that. you, Dylan." Or I said it when I was with Jenya on there. It's like everybody moves for everything else. They move for your church. Better to move for a church ever. It's yeah. Like more money, this job, the family, this and that. But mm -hmm. you know, back in the day. Like 17, 1800s, that was the center of the town. That was the center of, you know, it was church. That yep. was the center. That was the most important thing. They built the church building first. And then everything else, you know, you were there because of that. Now it's like, you know, it's on the complete opposite. I know it. We love you guys a lot. Thanks for hanging with us. We'll see you again tomorrow morning with two surprise guests. It's going to be good. Love you. <laughs> Yes, you know of already? I know them. Yes, I do know them. Oh, so it's not like you're letting people request to join. It's like... No, no. Two guests that we're going to have on. Do they know that they're coming on? Oh, they will. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you work. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Jim, now. I love you. Later. Bye. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.